summer is finally here. Have you arrived? Or do you feel like you're still carrying a little bit of winter around with you? It's so important to eat in tune with the seasons, and that's a pearl of Chinese medicine that I really appreciate. And today I want to talk to you about seasonal eating in summer. Welcome to Health Currents Radio. I'm Ellen Goldsmith, your host. This show is all about transforming your life through your health. We're going to meet people who've done that, give you the resources to work on it, and share information that inspires and motivates you to make positive changes in your life. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic located in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at pearlnaturalhealth.com. By many years of working with people to improve their health, there is nothing more potent than food. We eat to live, and it's the one thing that we need to do regularly. And for some, it is a challenge to get food on the table, but when we do, we all can make those choices that are really health-supportive, nourishing, and delicious. And so summer is a time to partake of the bounty of natural, fresh, grown fruits and vegetables. And I would say the simpler and fresher the food, the better. You know, many of us know how to eat with the seasons. We start eating foods that appear in the grocery store, the farmer's markets. We have a natural craving for lighter foods in summer, juicier foods, etc. But summer is a funny kind of season because for children especially, they're off their regular routine and families get pulled off their regular routine and kids go to the pool and there are kinds of snacks at the pool that they're being tempted about. There are the constant cries for ice cream and ice pops and something cold to drink and there are barbecues and beer and alcohol. And even though summer seems to be a natural time to eat more healthy, it sometimes can fall on its face. So let's talk about how you can get more in tune with the season and start to really adjust the way you eat. First thing you've got to do is really stop and pay attention. You've got to look outside. You've got to see what's going on out there. You've got to feel the temperature. You've got to get in touch with the season itself. It's a time that we want to unwind and open up and enjoy the abundance of light and sun and the outdoors. We need to kind of adjust perhaps our behaviors or our choices when we're out there in the world with the rest of the people, at, like I said, at the pool or at the beach or on the barbecue, etc. You know, if you have children, those cries for ice cream, lemonade, chips, pops on a regular basis can really wear you down and weaken your will. And before you know it, your child is eating, a, shall I say, not so healthy diet. So what are you to do? And what are we to do as we venture out into summer, wanting to partake of the beauty of the season and stay healthy? As I've said before, let's get outside. Let's pay attention to the season, the weather, the light, the plants growing. It is warmer. It is drier. We are more active. We stay up later with the light. And this is really the beauty of summer. 
I would say that according to Chinese medicine and its philosophy, summer is a time of the most heightened activity in nature and in human life. But it's really crucial that we balance things. You've heard probably, or maybe you haven't heard, about yin and yang, which is in the terms of common people who don't know about Chinese medicine. Let me explain to you what those things are. Yang is the sun, its activity, its warmth, its motivation, its warmer foods, its drier foods, its in terms of foods, that is. Yin is the moon. Yin is water. Yin is cooling. Yin is moistening. Yin is rest. Yin is sleep. Yin is what we call in Chinese medicine the blood. Yang is what we call in Chinese medicine the qi. And qi is that energy that's behind the energy that you have that makes you go. So in Chinese medicine, we always want to balance yin and yang. And eating seasonally is the perfect way to do that. So it's warmer outside in the northern hemisphere, that is. It's drier outside, except for those thunderstorms, those beautiful thunderstorms that happen in the Midwest and and the Northeast. We want to eat things that balance out the warmth and the dryness by eating more cooling and more moistening foods. Before I share some common sense tips with you, I want to just talk a little bit more about what happens internally in summer to our bodies. Hopefully we have transitioned a little bit from winter to spring, and we're still warm inside, and our pores, our skin is opening up so that we can take in the rays of the sun and the warmth of the sun to really kind of cook us on the inside. But we don't want to get too hot in there because if we do, we're going to get overheated in summer. So a great way to do that is to eat foods that are a little bit more cooling, um, a little bit more aromatic or pungent. Pungent is not spice like hot curry and chilies, but pungent meaning those um, herbs that bring us a little bit more mm, zest, uh, like uh, ginger is one of those. Um, I would say the aromatic herbs like basil and thyme and dill. All these things kind of circulate what we call our qi and yang and bring things more to the surface so that we are warm on the inside, but our pores are a little bit open so that we can ventilate. It's kind of like an internal air conditioning system. You know, in very hot and tropical environments, people eat a lot of... um, spicy foods. And you'd think, well, why are they eating spicy foods? It's so darn hot. But what happens is when you eat very spicy foods, it opens up the pores on the outside. In Chinese medicine, we say, we call this releasing the exterior of the body so that you can actually sweat a little bit. And as you sweat, you start to cool down. So in that way, we can utilize these kind of herbs and spices to help the warmth stays circulating in the body, but also bringing it to the surface so we can cool down a little bit, but keeping our internal fire going. So um, that's one way to start to circulate the warmth within the body, not keep it too stagnant. Because if you get too hot, well, you know, you just don't feel well. You know, people get sunstroke, they feel nauseous, they get tired, etc. What we want to do is in summer, because it's so young and warm, we want to stimulate the young so that it circulates and ventilates. 
But we also want to stimulate what's the cooling mechanism in the body so that we stay moist and hydrated. So I wanted to get down to some common sense tips. And I think we'll start revealing a lot of this uh, way of thinking in Chinese medicine around food and Chinese dietary therapy, which we can apply to any culture, no matter where you're from. The principles are universal. So I said before, you want to enjoy the bounty of nature. There is such a large variety of summer fruits and vegetables. And as I said, when we're hot and we start to sweat a little bit, minerals and oils are sweated out of our bodies. And their loss can actually cause us to feel a little bit weak, if not replaced by varied diet. And I don't mean Gatorade, because Gatorade has, uh, even though it has electrolytes, you can get those natural electrolytes from other kinds of foods, mostly fruits and vegetables, dark leafy greens, berries, which are abundant at this time of year and have a lot of antioxidants and, and minerals. The beautiful fruits that we get, watermelon is a fantastic food. I remember when I was studying macrobiotics, it was like if it was 100 degrees, all you needed to do was eat watermelon because watermelon is so cooling and hydrating. And actually, at the same time as it's hydrating, it's called a diuretic, so it brings water out of the body. But um, in China, people stop eating watermelon after a certain date. It's just, it's such a cooling food that you don't want to eat it even too late into summer because you want to be able to move into fall where you need to keep some warmth in the body. So you want to really eat an abundant variety of fruits and vegetables. And like I was just saying, you want to stay hydrated. You want to stay cool. And if you're older, you may not even notice that you're thirsty, but you really need water to function well. Even your brain needs water for good cognition. You're, you need water for good blood pressure. And with heat, you lose more fluids than you realize. So drinking water regularly at room temperature is fantastic. Herb tea is great, not iced, but just, again, cool or lukewarm. Many different herbs and flowers are just wonderful to, um, to add into the teas. And you want to start cooking more lightly. A lot of people like to eat salads in the summer, and I think salads are marvelous. But you also want to have a little bit of cooked food because if you, let's say your digestive system isn't uh, functioning up to speed. And in my clinic, where I work with lots of people with digestive issues, I would say there are more of you than, or more of us than we think. So you want to make it easier for your body to break down food, absorb food, metabolize it, utilize it, transform it for energy, and get rid of what you don't need. So even by like steaming your vegetables for a few moments, just taking the edge off, but they're still kind of crisp, or boiling your vegetables for just you know a couple of minutes, like blanching them, you can actually have a lovely, alive uh, type of salad that's not cooked, but is slightly raw, but slightly cooked, which means that in Chinese medicine, we know, and I would say probably in Western medicine as well, that it takes a lot of digestive juice to break down raw food. So like I said, if your digestive system is not working up to speed, you want to make it as easy as possible for your system to break foods down. And 
that's why cooking slightly would be is is re- really um, a good thing, even in summer, because cold food needs warmth to break the food down. You need that hydrochloric acid in your stomach. And if your digestive fire, as we call it in Chinese medicine, is not so strong, then you're going to have to be using like uh, your your reserve energy to break that down, which makes your digestive system work even harder and makes it harder to kind of absorb and and utilize the food that you're eating. So cook lightly and eat regularly. And like I said before, adding a little bit of spicy, pungent, or even a teeny bit of fiery flavor is good because it helps bring that heat in your body to the surface and allows it to move out. Because we don't want too much heat buildup in your body. You need to be a little bit, not the opposite, but you need to be the, the balance beam there with the season. Just like in winter, if we were cold in winter, we would feel horrible. We would be weak. We would stay under the covers all day long. But you can really, um, so in winter you want to be warm, in summer you want to stay cool. Have you ever eaten bitter melon? I probably guess not a lot of you have, unless you're Asian or Asian descent or have a predilection for seeking out bitter foods, which most of us in the West don't. Bitter melon is your classic true bitter food. It looks like a long cucumber, except it has ridges on it. It has a lot of seeds. So if you open it up, it looks almost like a melon. And what you can do is cut it, get the seeds out, salt it. It's just like you would an eggplant to just draw out some of that water. And then you can steam it, saute it, cook it with some um, preserved black beans or some shrimp or some garlic and a little bit of oil, a little bit of uh, shoyu or salt. And bitter melon is an excellent food to drain out heat buildup in the body. It's used a lot with diabetes. It's um, used with people who have a tendency towards heart, uh, high cholesterol, heart disease, just pulling out excess heat buildup in the body, which happens to all of us. Um, But using some bitter tasting foods, because bitter is very a very cooling type of taste. So like things like dandelion greens, arugula, bitter melon, like I said, can really help to balance the heat of summer and and also helps to improve the appetite. You want to avoid food, which is too drying or warming. You know, you may like grilling, but not too much. I mean, you don't want to burn your food for sure because it can be much too warming for summer. But you can grill vegetables and um, like zucchini with um, basil or mint, uh, fish, lighter foods. If you eat uh, tofu or tempeh or any kind of mushroom, these are wonderful foods that by grilling you, you don't make them too hot, but you, you make them richer and juicier for you. Like I said before, you want to avoid those cold and ice cold foods because they contract the stomach Uh, stop the digestion really from being efficient in in its breaking down of the food. You want to avoid heavy foods like creamy foods, you know, big sauces, lots of red meat, uh, heavy baked goods, heavy cheeses, excess alcohol. From a Chinese medicine point of, of view, these foods really build up a lot of heat in the body. There's a a 
what we say, uh, mucus buildup. Um, we know it contributes to high cholesterol, atherosclerosis, inflammation, if you have any pain issues. All these kinds of foods are, are hard for the body to break down. And in summer, our bodies, our bodies want to be free. We want to rest a little bit. We want to be able to move and, and partake of the summer. So with that, let's go outside. Just turn that computer off, get some sun, but protect yourself from too much overexposure to the sunlight. As my grandmother said, don't be a big shot, wear a hat, you know, and use some natural sunscreens. And um, wear lighter clothing, lighter colors that reflect the heat away from your body instead of absorbing it. And have a picnic. Picnics are a great way to relax and enjoy food together with people you like being with, whether it be your family or friends or neighbors. And while you're outside, let's start reconnecting with our bodies. Start moving. You know, you don't have to get a big exercise program, but just taking the opportunity to be more active. Instead of driving, walk. I was talking with a patient today who has diabetes, and she really needs to get some more exercise. And so I said, come on, it's a beautiful, the weather's much nicer. Instead of parking in front of the place that you're going to where you're going to sit down, why don't you park six blocks away, eight blocks away, 10 blocks away? It gives you kind of a forced way of, of walking. Take the bus. Uh, the other day, I, I took the our, our light rail to work instead of driving the car because I was sick of driving the car and being inside. And, you know, I got an extra 45-minute walk just walking to the max and back. But summer really is the time of the heart in Chinese medicine, and we want to keep it strong. And we also want to make sure that we, we keep calm. And so exercise and moving is a great way to let go of that buildup of tension and stress that so many of us carry around in life. And it's just a, like I said, a great way to reconnect with your body. And it will help you, you know, the more you exercise, even 15 minutes a day of walking vigorously, will get some endorphins pumping into your body, and you'll just start to feel lighter and a little bit more at ease. And I would say as much as summer is a time to be active and just playful, it's also a time for us to rest and to recharge, um, but in a different kind of way than we do in winter when we, when we more go into our cave and hibernate. You know, how about taking some time away from the mundane activities of your life, just taking a short break with yourself or with people that you really enjoy being with or your loved ones. I mean, how about taking a walk in the woods for 10, 15 minutes? If you live in the city, how about sitting in the park or pulling out a blanket and, and just lying in the sun and reading a book for even 20 minutes? Just something that's different that allows you to really rest your spirit, rest your body in languishing in the beauty of summer. You want to slow the pace a bit. You want to find ways to absorb light because that light is going to stimulate your hormonal message center, your pituitary gland. It's going to stimulate melatonin in a different kind of way. And we need light, and we all spend a lot more time indoors than we ever used to. Do you like to camp? Do you like to hike? Do you like to be on the beach? You know, maybe you can't afford to take a vacation. You can't get away for a long time. But even getting away for a day can bring you great pleasure and, and make you feel like you've really had a break. Relax. 
Relax, relax, relax. You really probably have been working really hard this sum- this year, not this summer, <laughs> this year. And so just give yourself a little bit of a break because before you know it, summer's going to be over. And then we're back into the, uh, the rev up of fall and the projects that are going to come, but not quite yet. So I hope that these tips have been helpful to you. And I'd like to give you one last little tip about summer, about flavors to uh, incorporate. And that's the sweet. But there's also the sour. You know, sour makes our lips pucker, kind of brings saliva into our mouth. But saliva, uh, not saliva, but the sour taste is really a wonderful taste because in Chinese medicine, we say the sour can contain the shen of the heart. And the shen is the spirit. So as much as we want to get out there and open up and, and, and like I said, be active, we want to rest, but we also want to contain our vitality and our chi and our energy because we are, we are in a cycle of life and we move from summer to late summer to autumn to winter to spring back to summer. And seasonal eating and getting in touch with the, the cycles of life really are crucial to our health. We need to be able to move through them easily and transition. So I hope that these tips have been useful to you. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any great summer recipes or or any great summer tips that you have or any questions you have about Chinese medicine and Chinese dietary therapy or eating healthy with the seasons, you can contact me at... Um, LNG at pearlnaturalhealth.com. Have a great summer, and we'll see you again next week. That's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ellen Goldsmith. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you again to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic located in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at pearlnaturalhealth.com. You can listen to Health Currents Radio and connect with us on communityradio.fm slash healthcurrentsradio. Find us on iTunes, download us on the mobile app Stitcher, or join in the conversation at facebook.com slash healthcurrentsradio. We want to know how you are transforming your life through your health. Special thanks to our fantastic audio engineer and producer, Jonah Gile Neufeld.